comes up. Here comes up. Y'all don't really worry like that. Yeah. Here comes up.
right now as we speak. NBA draft, NBA free agency, a lot of the things going on that's very important to me, especially the NBA draft, and we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But like we always do on this show, man, we're going to get started with the Daily Devotional, man. And this one's a good one, actually. This one comes from our friends over at In Touch, in Touch uh, Ministries. Um, comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Sadly, we frequently fool ourselves into believing that we want to do what we want to do is also what God wants us to do. Therefore, when we, when we believe what we've heard from the Lord, it is quite important for us to ask him some serious questions. Is it consistent with the word of God? God never tell God will never tell you to do something that is that goes against his perfect untaging word. If you feel called to do so, so do I'm sorry. If you feel called to do something contrary to scripture, you'll be certain that it is not the Lord who is urging you to do so. Can you confidently ask God to enable you to do this? If you are feeling uneasy about requesting God's help and empowerment, that may be a sign the direction did not originate from him. We must never be ashamed to call upon the Lord's power in the endeavors he sets before us. Is it wise? The Heavenly Father never calls us to act foolishly. Therefore, there's no discernible purpose in the action. You may need to question whether the message was from him. Does it fit? With your identity in Christ, we are God's children. We are being conformed day by day into the likeness of Christ. If you feel led to do something that goes against the image of Jesus in your life, then you can be sure that God hasn't called you to do it. The Lord has not left us in a void without help. He is here with us in the presence of the Holy Spirit, enabling us to hear his voice and perceive his guidance in our life. Before rushing into action, be sure that you have heard him correctly. Let me let me read that last sentence. Before rushing into action, be sure that you have heard him correctly. God gives us tests and he gives us certain things that we must fulfill through him in order for him to to do to give us our due diligence. Or, or what we call <clears throat> what we call I wouldn't call it a reward, but I would call it a blessing. Blessed assurance is is the term I'm looking for. We need to take heed of this. You know, some difficult times in the world, and we we have to make sure that we're doing the little things in order for us to look at the bigger picture. Just a couple words of thought, some food for thought for you. We're going to take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk NBA Draft. Y'all stay tuned.
get rid of D'Angelo Russell, which made room for Lonzo Ball, which makes room for for some other players, and that was actually a good thing because it sets them up for next season and the Paul George sweepstakes and also possibly getting into Chris Paul, possibly getting into Blake Griffin. I mean, that there's a lot of there's a lot of intangibles in that Lakers pick with Lonzo Ball. This is a this is a big time, big time, big time, big time pickup for the Lakers in a sense. If Lonzo Ball can live up to the expectations that his father has has put on him. I don't I don't know if he will. I don't know if he'll cave into the pressure. I don't know if he'll emancipate himself from his father even though he's <laughs> I mean, he's he's an adult, you know. I don't know if he'll estrange himself from his father, but you know, in a way, Lavar Ball has put has put a lot of pressure on on Lonzo that is really unwarranted and really unneeded. And excuse me, and the way I look at that is 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 simple. You look at Alonzo Ball. Yes, he can jump through the roof. Yes, I've watched the workouts on YouTube. Yes, I've I've watched him play during the season. Yes, I've I've done I've done my homework on Lonzo Ball. Is he the real deal? Yeah, sure. He's six six, a hundred. He's a six six, about one hundred eighty five pounds, maybe a little bit more, maybe maybe around the two hundred mark. I mean, the kid can play. The kid can jump out of the building. I mean, there's like I said, he he got a lot of intangibles to him. And it does and it helps a lot that he's six six and he's not afraid to be a dribble drive guy with hops. So I mean he he makes himself that much better. But the question is planning to be a six six point guard can he play defense on a guy that's probably going to end up being not not a guard, he's probably going to have to end up if he's not going to he's not going to guard a guard, he's going to have to guard a small forward at six six. Can he handle guarding a small forward? That we didn't see too much of last year. Does he have the quickness? Does he have the feet? Does he does he have those little things? That's the question about Lonzo Ball that I ask. That's pretty much the only question I have about Lonzo Ball is that can he live up to the hype and can he play defense? I mean, we know he has quick hands. I mean, we've seen him steal a couple passes, do this and that. We've seen him on the offensive side of the ball, but have we seen, will we see the total package from him now that he's in the NBA? Good question. You know, one of the other, some of the other picks, you know, in, in the top ten, I like the Bulls pick, and a lot of people really don't like the Bulls pick. You know, well, before that, let, let me talk about Jason Tatum real quick. You know, Jason Tatum going three to the Celtics. I'm a Duke fan. I'm a Duke fan. I'm a Duke fanatic. I mean, diehard Duke fan. Do I think Jason Tatum was ready to for the NBA draft? Yeah, no, not really, but do I think that he's 
he's that guy. Could be. But I think the Celtics were reaching just a little bit for him. I think if they if they had a little hindsight, I mean, they weren't with the guy they wanted, you know. But you've got other forwards in the draft that, that I think were a little bit better than him, like a Josh Jackson, like a Laurie Markkinen, um, a Zach Collins who can play both the, the three, four, or five. You know, with a six nine and a half six ten frame. So you look at you look at some of the other intangibles with Josh with with Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum can also stretch the floor a little bit. He can also he can play that he can play that that small forward position. He can play the power forward position. He got to put on a little bit more weight, and he has to be able to guard to be a good defender. Had, was he a good defender? At Duke, he was at times he was he was very sharp. At other times he wasn't he wasn't what we what us Duke fans expected. So does he have some work to do? Yes, he is a project. Yes, he is a project. But is he good enough to be a top five pick? Yeah, he is actually. He is he is in a sense, but. Do I think that he's better than than some of the other forwards in this draft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but the Celtics went with what they thought would be the better be the better of the two better picks of the two rounds. So you know you gotta go you gotta go with what they have. So it is what it is. But you know. Suns getting Josh Jackson, which is which is a, a, again another good pick. I mean, guard guard forward forward. I mean, you haven't seen a big man come off the board until until ten. So this is a real guard heavy forward heavy draft. And with the Suns, I mean, the Suns they made a couple moves this summer. They're gonna make a couple moves this summer. They're gonna make some. They're gonna make some moves. You know, to bolster themselves, and to possibly go after Gordon Hayward and and some other free agents. You know, I can see a Gordon Hayward going to Phoenix, but I also can see Gordon Hayward going to somewhere like Atlanta, like Sacramento, like Portland. I mean, he could stay out west. Gordon Hayward could, in fact, stay with Utah. Utah built around him. I mean. There's a lot of intangibles that that go along with this, and that go like I said, there's a lot of intangibles that go along with the picks that you make in the draft. A lot of these, a lot of these picks have to do with what you can build on with that the next season in free agency with some of the bigger names going in the free agency. Now, you know, talk about the Bulls, and I, like I said, I'm not a big NBA fan. I'm a big Bulls fan. Yes. I watch, you know, I, like I said, my focus is more more on the college game than it is more on the college games than it is the pro the pro game. But with a guy like Laurie Marketing, kid from Arizona, man, I think the Bulls probably have found a guy that that could be possibly that next really good forward. And the reason why I say this is because Laurie Markkinen is 
He's a finesse guy who can be physical. He's also a physical guy. He's also he's also a tall guy. He's a lanky guy. I mean, he's, he's about he's at the six nine six ten mark. Um, you know, less than six nine six ten. I think he's more of like a six eight a six eight guy. But this is a guy who could probably play the three. Could probably play the four. And if he had to, he probably could play the five. This is a guy, he's a big guy, he's a physical guy, but he's also a finesse guy as well. Who can step back and hit the 18, 20-foot jumpers? Who can step up and, and get in the post and be physical in the post? Not afraid to rebound, not afraid to get rebounds. You know, be physical, do all the things, you know, lose teeth if he has to. I mean, watch him play, watch him play a lot last year. Um, for Arizona, this is a good Arizona team, and he was just a he was a big part of that Arizona team. So we're looking at the Bulls. Are, you know, even though they're rebuilding, they they actually are building. They actually are trying to build a playoff team, but we're trading Jimmy Butler for a draft pick, Zach Levine, and two other guys. The roster gets younger, and with D. Wade coming back and picking up his option, it makes me wonder. It, it gives me it. It makes me wonder, and it gives me a sense of hmm. With Jimmy Butler gone, he's restricted free. He's a, he's an unrestricted free agent next year. Does he opt out? I mean, does he? Is is it a, just a rental for Minnesota this year? Could he possibly go back to the Bulls, or could the Bulls possibly put together a trade to get a Kevin Love to get to get a, a veteran guy? I mean, it's it's a it's a toss up. Like I said, the draft and the free agency deals they all go hand in hand together because you're having to you're having to get the guys under the under the rookie cap. You're having to get the guys. On your on your big salary cap, so it works hand in hand. And the one thing that that a lot of teams have next year, a lot of teams will have next year, especially the contenders like like OKC, like like OKC, like the Clippers, like the Bulls, the Bulls. I mean, not not necessarily a contender, but like the Bulls. Like the Hawks, Orlando, Miami, and even the Knicks. I mean, could the Bulls be in the Porzingis sweepstakes? Quite possibly. You know, and looking at what the Knicks got, I mean, they got Frank Tequila. It's a French guy. Um, I don't know too much about him, um, but... From what I've heard, he's a guard. From what I know, he's a guard. Um, he's played on the French national team, um, on the French youth national team. So we know what he could do on, at the international level, but what can he do at at the professional level? That's a good. That's going to be a good question. You know. Then we also, you know, the Warriors with their picks. I mean, the Warriors are only. Only did things to bolster their roster 
get get a couple guys in. I know Draymond Green didn't like their didn't like their their pick, uh, Jordan Bell, the center from Oregon. But what Jordan Bell brings to your to your team is a he's another rim protector. But he's a rim protector that could possibly play in place of other guys. Like a Zaza. Like, I mean, like a Zaza, but you, like a JaVale McGee. I mean, he can make those guys expendable. And that's what makes, that's what makes, I said this draft, that's what makes it really, really, really a good thing, you know? Because you really don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you really don't. So, I look at Jordan Bell. Will he will he translate to to the next level? I don't think so. I don't I don't know. And I think that's one of the things that Draymond Green, when he said when he said the same thing, he said the 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 expletive lace tirade that he sent to the GM about the pick. I think he wanted somebody like an Ivan Rab. I think I think he wanted someone. Someone else. I think he wanted them to trade up to try to get some of these other guys that that were picked ahead of of um, of what they got in Jordan Bell. I think and Ivan Rab would have would have fit perfectly with this team. Um, or even you know Tony Bradley from from North Carolina. I think Tony Bradley would have fit. He would have been a great a great a great uh, draft pick for for the Warriors. So I think that's what a lot of people wanted to, wanted them to do is move up to get certain guys, and that's that's not what they got. So with that being said, I mean this draft was a solid draft for everybody involved. I just hope that a lot of people can can just be patient, give these guys a little bit of time, and do the things that they need to do. Let's just let's just hope. Let's just hope that these that these guys pan out and not be bust and not not be bust and things of this nature. So let's just let's just look at it from that standpoint. But we're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. Then Storm Radio.
body like it's Prince Paul. Pull off in the Rari, got me growing like Gizmo. And I sh- like a Ginsu. Popping and dropping, she popping like the rinse do. I'm all up the topic, but you the one I'm into. I love you like I'm into, but men to be sending. And I got you, and you got me. And we coming down, bumping that Machiavelli. If 40 pounds are ready, got me flowing like I'm Nelly. Outcast, Mosa, watching on some belly. And they tell me where my baby in that. Ain't no telling, will I love her, will I miss it? And that's what she be yelling for that ATL. That's a wet, fan tight, ish. That new Tina Marie, reasons it ain't ready for war. Home 
the Warriors don't want to lose. We're also looking at role players like a Draymond Green, who's who's going to be coming up on free agency next year, like like a guy like like uh, Kevin Durant, who who is opting out to do a restructure. Clay Thompson, who was getting a restructure, who wants to get a restructure done to keep the team together, to keep the team afloat, to make Steph Curry one of the highest played players in the league. So, with that being said, here's my question to everybody. If all those deals get done and it stays within the parameters of the salary cap and they don't go over to pay the luxury tax, we are looking at a purebred dynasty, a dynasty that we haven't seen since the likes of, of I mean, I don't even want to say Kobe and the Lakers. I would say Kobe, the Kobe and Shaq Lakers team. I would say since the Bulls teams of, of, the, of the 90s. I mean, this could be that team. This could be that particular Dynasty. If everyone wants to stay together, no, none of this this ego thing. Kind of like how you saw tear up the Lakers before. So I think I, I, I the question is back to me that I beg to that I bet the question is is this a team? that is destined to be a dynasty. All signs are pointing to yes. Do I think that with the salary cap going up just a little bit, up to $99.2 million, and some of these guys are getting getting bigger contracts, some of these guys are getting getting increased salaries and, you know, and keeping, and keeping them around for a little while, this is... I mean, the teams in the East, along with the teams in the, in the West, they're gonna have to deal with Golden State for the next, for the next, for the foreseeable future. I'd say the next four or five years. I, I really would. I mean, I that's just the way I see it. You know, we look at other, we look at other, look at other guys who who are wanting to wanting to get out. Blake Griffin has has opted out. Um, Chris Paul has opted out. Gordon Hayward hasn't made hasn't made an, hasn't made the decision to opt out as of yet. But if he leaves, if he if he gets traded, it's a rental. We all know he's gonna. We all know it's a rental. We all know he's possibly going to end up. Somewhere big time. Kyle Lowry is another guy. You know, will he will he resign with with Toronto? A lot of a lot of signs are pointing toward no. A lot of signs are pointing toward yes. So that's another one that we need to look at. That we need to really look at. Drew Holiday, um, Justin Holiday are both free agents who may sign with Dallas in, in at the beginning of the free agency period. July, I think, which I think is July first. So. We're looking at looking at the, at that as it happens. Um, 
Derrick Rose could possibly go to Minnesota. I mean, which which does does beg the question. I mean, can you see Jimmy Butler, Derrick Rose on the same team again? I don't know. I don't even think Derrick Rose is the same player anymore. I, I mean, we all know we all know that he's probably if he he's gonna he's gonna be released if if need be, or he's gonna be he's gonna be a sign and trade bait, you know, to get some draft picks. And who would want to sign and trade for a guy who's just damaged goods right now, just damaged goods all all together? And it's sad because this is a guy who's supremely talented and supremely. Supremely talented, yet often injured, and it makes it's real, real. It's a sad situation to, to see Derrick Rose in right now. Other free agents that are, that they could be on the move: Kentavious Caldwell Pope, a Georgia kid. Is he is he possibly? Could he possibly sign with the Hawks? It, there's some there's some rumors there that the Hawks are looking to possibly sign him. There's also some there's also some interest from the Cavaliers to, to sign him. There's also you know Gallin, uh, you know there's there's some, there's some teams that that would that would likely get him. And I think I, to me, I think a good fit for him would possibly be could possibly be. I mean, let's think about this here. Can, I mean. It's it's very possible that you can see Contavious Caldwell Pope, you know, as Atlanta Hawk. I, I can see him going to Charlotte. I can see. I mean, I can see him coming back to the South. I don't think I don't think Memphis will touch him. Um, I think they got a good thing going there. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I think Atlanta. I think Atlanta Charlotte. Possibly Orlando could be landing spots for him. I wouldn't, I, and I also wouldn't be surprised if he even goes to the Knicks. Um, I just, I just can see, I can see that happening. And with, and with the likes of of Mozgov going, going from, going from the Lakers along with D'Angelo Russell. Dare I say that he could be a role player for? He could be a rental for. For the, I mean, he can be a one-year, a one-year guy at the Lakers. Quite possible, but you know, there's a kid who's only 24 years old, and he, and he, I think he wants to go play for a contender. And I think Boston would be a good fit for. I mean, Boston would be a good fit for him. I mean, with him and Isaiah Thomas in the backcourt together, um, Atlanta would be a good fit with him and Schroeder together. Orlando would be a good would be a good fit because he'd probably be the only known point guard on that roster. Um, so I mean, there, there's a lot there's a lot there. Um, you know, another, another guy, Danilo Gallinari is another guy. Of course, we already talked about Drew and Justin Holiday. Um, Rudy Gay is another key, another guy, and. Who could who will possibly opt out? He hasn't said for sure. Um, but I, I just I, I don't know. 
I, I, I just don't know about about Rudy Gay. I know Rudy Gay has had some has had some injury problems. He tore he tore his Achilles this past season. So that that's a that's a good good a good question to have. That's a good problem to have, in a sense. You know, Rudy Gay, he comes back healthy. He comes back being being that guy again. I mean, Sacramento's got some. They've got some some pieces there that if you put other pieces with it, could quite possibly be. They could continue for a playoff spot. I mean, six, seven, eight. I mean, Boogie Cousins still there. If he doesn't decide to opt out or he doesn't get traded during the season, um. So I mean, there's a lot of potential everywhere. Everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential to be for teams to be really good teams and. For a lot of these guys to, to actually make it to to the playoffs, I mean that Pistons team—they've got talent all over the place. They just—they need something. I mean, there's something missing from the Pistons, and I can see why why Caldwell Pope would want to leave. But there's a good nucleus there. They just don't. There's no veteran presence in that locker room. It's the same way with the 76ers. It's, you know, there's no there's no presence there, no no real veteran presence in the locker room, and that's what hurts a lot of these teams. So, <clears throat> another question for everybody: with the whole Paul George situation going about, Paul George has said that he he likely wants to be moved during the season. He's looking at himself as being a rental and possibly making a run in the playoffs to bolster his to bolster his free agent numbers. This is a guy's twenty seven years old. He's only twenty seven years old. Can the guy can the guy be can he be the guy that a lot of people talk about? I mean, it, can he be that guy? Paul George, we have not seen Paul George be the same Paul George since since the injury happened in Vegas. We all know this. But he's become a cerebral guy. He's still got the athleticism. But the explosiveness hasn't come back yet, but the driver's come back. So I think this season – if he stays put in, in Indiana, which I think Indiana kind of lost the plot when when they got rid of Roy Hibbert, when they got rid of um, Lance Steve, when they got Lance Stevenson back. But I think they lost the plot a little bit, and you know Frank Vogel, you know got him got him as close as he could, but. You start trading away your talent. You started letting people go in free agency instead of paying the guys that got you there, and it, it kind of it kind of made you look pedestrian in a way. I mean, you're almost as bad as the Bulls in that situation. I mean, you know, I don't like. I mean, 
I don't like the moves that the Bulls made, you know, draft night, trading Jimmy Butler, but I knew that some things had to change, you know. But when you had, like, six guards who virtually play the same way, I mean, something had to change. And, you know, Michael Carter Williams not being there. Then you trade away. You trade away your veteran presence and Taj Gibson, and you trade away Doug McDermott, who who was starting to come into his own as a shooter. You know, in the same way that you traded away Kyle Korver, in the same way that you got rid of Kirk Hyland, who who was a defensive guy who could knock down shots and was very, very was a distributor of the ball. So. That being said, man, I mean, I don't, I don't know how the Bulls, what the Bulls are going to do, how they're going to attack this free agency, but something major, they have to do something big in free agency. They got to make a splash somewhere. You know, if they can, if they can get a Porzingis, will that then in turn get a Paul George there? Will that in turn bring? Bring other players there that could possibly bolster the bolster the Chicago roster and possibly get Fred Horberg over over the hump. I mean, two playoff two playoff appearances since you've been there, but two first round exits. So this is a good this is this is a team. This is uh, not 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 the same thing bad about the Bulls because they made the playoffs seven of the last eight years, but making the playoffs. For me, I guess because I'm a I'm a Chicago I'm a I'm a Chicagoan I'm a Chicagoan to the heart. I guess because seeing my Cubbies win win the World Series and seeing the Blackhawks win three of the last six, uh, well three of the last seven now, Stanley Cups. I I I get a little spoiled a little bit. I, I I'm I'm a little spoiled. So I just want the Bulls I want the Bulls and the Bears to get their stuff together. I almost said something I shouldn't have said, but I want them to get their stuff together. That's what I want. So I want the Bulls to go after players that they need to go after, not players that they shouldn't go after. You're giving them inflated salaries for no reason. They don't mean go out and get JaVale McGee. They don't mean go out and try to get a Steph Curry or anybody like that. That means going out and get the best available players to come to your team. That means a Paul George. That means a Chris Paul. That means a Blake Griffin. Oh, my God, a Blake Griffin and Chris Paul both come to the Bulls with that young nucleus of line, that young lineup with Laurie Markkinen and, and, and those guys up there. That could, be, that could be a playoff team right there. I mean, just instant, instant playoff contender right there. If they bring in a Kevin Love, which which probably looks more likely more likely now than ever, because the rumor is that is that you know the Cavs want to get rid of him and bring in a guy like you know bring in a guy like like a Kyle Lowry, bring in a guy like like a Demar Derozan who. Who could be a free agency? Who could in a free agency in 2018? So, along with Paul George, who could, in fact, 
just go ahead and be a sign be a sign and trade bait for somebody and then restructure his contract and you know, there you go. There you have it. So but but yeah, I mean like I said, a lot of interesting things could happen in the next, in the next few weeks with free agency opening on July first. And also also the trades that were made draft night are ratified, you know. There's gonna be a lot of moving, a lot of shaking. And there's gonna be a lot of money that's gonna be that's gonna be thrown around and tossed around and we all know this. You know, are there gonna be inflated salaries? Probably, but are there gonna be salaries to make players happy? Yes. Are there gonna be salaries that are gonna make fans happy? No. Are the players that are gonna to come to certain teams and be happy going to those teams? Possibly so. So let's just let's just all play this by ear. Let's just all have fun with this summer. You know, with NBA free agency also. Not only NBA free agency, NHL free agency so on and so forth. I mean, and again, I'm a big soccer fan as well. So I'm a big Man United fan. I know that Man United is about to sign some players when the transfer window opens up. <laughs> when the transfer window opens up July 1st, just like just like NBA free agency, that's when the new season starts for the NBA as well, July 1st. So, like I said, it's so much fun to be had. We got it. We got so we got a little. We got. Under 70 days left for college football. And coming up in the next couple of weeks, you'll be hearing me talk about a lot of college football. You're going to start hearing me talk a lot about high school football. As we are less than we are, le- we are less than 70 days away from, from, college, from college football. Well, I'm sorry. We're 62 days away from our first college football game of the year. We're also less than 50 – less than – we're also – 54 days away from the first high school football game to be played in the state of Georgia anyway in the Quarter Classic, which will be played in at, at Georgia State University this year at the New Georgia State Stadium. So excited to, so excited for that as well. So, I'm so, like I said, it's so exciting to talk about, uh, talk about pro sports, so exciting to talk about high school sports. I mean, I just want to thank the Desert Storm family and Desert Storm Radio for allowing me to have this platform where I can talk about well, talk about the things I love, which is which is college sports, pro sports, sports in general. I'm just I'm just really excited about it, and also thanks to the admin Wendy, my man T Rex. You know, go check out go check out the new. I'm gonna have a new blog up. Um, in the next week or so, uh, talking about high school football. So, Georgia high school football and some of the changes in Georgia high school football, coaching changes, the coaching changes I love, and also some of the games that that are very important, that I think will be very important, some of the players to look for this year, so on and so forth. There's so much to talk about. And I'm so glad to be a part of like I said, I'm so glad to be a part of this song family, so proud to be a part of the Live by Chance Network. This is the main event. And I want everybody to just clear your mind and have a great week.
Have a great week. If you're if you have a job, have a great have a great week at your job. Don't let the man get you down. Have fun. Do all the things you do. It's summertime, baby. <laughs> and this is the main event. And uh I'm gonna get out of here for the for the night, but for the day, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get out of here and uh hopefully like I said, hopefully you guys have a great week and, and um let's go tailgating. When I walk in, I'm on the prowl. In my eyes, I see, I shut it down. You know, on Thursday, come and fill me up. What you sipping on? Let me get a cup. Now you looking at me, trying to figure out my flavor. You know I'm feeling juicy, like an hour later. I'm fresh and sweet, just like honey. Irresistible, tell me what you got for me. What you got for me, do you think it's good enough? I ain't just a baby, I can get a little rough. I'm a big girl, I've been known to call a bluff. We want the same thing, bring your A game. No talking about it. Ain't 